This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Welcome to Roleplay Retcon, although in this episode we will not be doing any roleplaying, just retconning, um, because we wanted to do something a little different. Tell us what it is that we are doing different. We wanted to do um, the Santa Claus 3, but if you've listened to this podcast a lot, you'll know that it takes three whole months to do a series, and I we, we didn't want to spend three months doing the Santa Claus 3. Um, so what we're going to do... Is we're just going to workshop it for one episode, like we're all at a like a little writer's table. Hello, we all have our various spinach salads and um and uh, mochaccinos and whatnot, and we're all at the all the, all the writers' room. Um, and um, if this works, we might do this for some other movies. I don't feel like merit a full series. Um, before we go any further, yes, um, yes, yes, Jincy, will you introduce our guest? Yes! Okay, guys, so if you are longtime listeners, you know that my best friend in the whole world is Fran Sweeney. Guess who we have on the show today? That's right, Fran Sweeney! Welcome, Fran! So, Fran is from the Land Above podcast on the Nerdsmith Network. Fran, tell us all about you. Uh, so, hey, I'm Fran. Um, I play Ghost on the Land Above podcast. And the Land Above podcast, um, it's an adventure story, it's a D&D 5e actual play. We have an all LGBT cast. Um, it's really fun. It's a really fun time. Um, our second season just came out, um, and we just launched our Patreon as well. You can find a lot of cool things there, including behind-the-scenes stuff where we go and we analyze the episode, um, and we talk about what we did or how we were feeling at the time. It's really fun. Um, and we are a member of Nerdsmith. Uh, it's a really great entertainment network. They have a tons of streams, uh, a bunch of different podcasts. I think we got some special things in the works coming up here. So, um, I, I love my Nerdsmith family. <laughs> um, we need to name this. We need to name this episode type. You know what I mean? Well, it's not a rehash, so I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's not a rehash. Although, uh, honestly, I've, I've. Well, I guess we never said this on mic, but like, uh, just to get ahead of all the future tweets, I'm fully aware that what we do on this uh, show is not retconning, <laughs> like, like <laughs> technically. Um, really, all what we're doing is rehashing. But um, on this episode, my my pitch for what we should call it is call it ugh, what reject retcon. Reject retcon. It's like our. It's like we're taking stuff out of our our no pile and 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 making an episode out of it is that good you call it role play reject well but we're not role playing we're not, and i refuse to role play this movie 
<laughs> if you would have said, Franz, let's do a three-month yeah. recording thing for Santa Claus 3, I'd say, oh. fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Matt, we, we went back and forth in the car a lot on this, Ben, and I cannot remember any of the things we came up with. <laughs> that was that was that was the the only one you liked at all was was reject retcon. Hmm. Hmm. Not liking it now though. Good job, Ben, putting us all on the spot like while we're recording. Well, but we came up with roleplay rehash in the moment. I just thought the magic would happen again. I don't know. I like if you if you if this is your show, so I really can't say anything. <laughs> uh, if you, Do you really have a pitch, to... no. What is it? I'm, oh yeah, r- ruminate. We get ruminate right now. Ruminate. Oh. I'm not ruminating anything. You, you, you remembered that I hated that word, and you just wanted I did. To say it again. I did remember that was the one thing I took away from it. <laughs> All right, you know I was just coming come. up with R words to to rhyme with a uh, to to pair with. with <clears throat> you know what? Mm. It'll come. It, it'll come to us. It'll come to us, and we'll we'll think about it. Um, I think. I think we should start. Do you want to just like go through this movie? Yes, that is what I want to do. We need to figure out if we're on the same page. First of all, Santa Claus one, the original one. Great. Loved it. Even yes, though it was a good movie. Tim Allen is kind of a tool. Let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. He is. <laughs> he's a he's a tool. He is the tool man after all. The, the first movie is perfect, right? And he is genuinely fantastic in it. Hey, when did that first movie come out? Question. 1994. Okay, that was before I was born. Oh. Do you guys know how really? old I am? Ugh. No, how old I'm are you? I'm 21 years old. Jesus Christ. Oh, baby. Child. <laughs> Let's go in a circle. Ben, you're next. I'm not. I'm uh, four billion. <laughs> yeah, basically. So, like, uh, that movie came out before I was born. I don't remember it. Uh, I'm sure I watched it at some point in my life. I don't know. Santa Claus 3 though, I got some opinions on that one. Whoa, okay, what about what about real to real retcon? I actually really like real to real. Okay. Keep keep uh, ruminating that, Alex, in your head. Um, I th- I think I think you need to let that simmer a little more, but I think you're close. Okay, so the first movie is perfect. Now, I I believe between the second and third movie is where some of our opinions are going to diverge here. I think so. I think the second movie is okay, a little better than okay, and the third movie is poopy as poop. I am the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, the second one has a lot of major problems with it, especially story wise. Uh, but I think the third one is was is is great. I think the third one uh, is it great? I think it's it's acceptable. Okay, it's, <laughs> acceptable and great. It's though. it's compared compared to the second one. It's great. Okay. Well, okay. I think it's bad from the get go. <laughs> I, I will. This, I will agree I, that the the fireplace at the beginning is god awful. No, that's the that, my note is that that's the only good Ugh. thing. In the no, movie. it's awful. It's horrible. Ugh. It's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, oh my god, Ben. Okay, we're gonna ignore that for the moment. We're gonna come back to that one. Okay. I feel like though it's bad from the get-go. I think this like frame story with five seconds of Abigail Breslin is totally unnecessary. Um I feel like it was just done so that that Carol would not just be pregnant, would do something in a movie other than be pregnant. It is a bit forgettable, I will I will say. Yeah. Oh yeah. Honestly, 
Oh. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Gen Z. All right, I'll do, I'll go ahead. Say that, okay, all right, Alex. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, um, I was gonna say I, I did not think that this movie was great, but I'm I'm gonna kind of sort of agree with Alex in that I think the second movie was the worst one. Booyah. That weird toy guy was. Oh my god! Oh no, I hated it, it was so bad. much. It was bad, and I have thoughts on that later. Um, but, but it was. I mean, I'm not going to say this movie was good, but <laughs> I don't think it was as bad as the second one. My 10,000 like foot opinion on that is it's bad. They shouldn't have had a villain in either movie. Uh, like having a villain character was a mistake. But uh, the toy Santa, the weird Nazi toy, the like the weird dictator toy Santa thing was way worse than uh, Jack Frost. It really was. I think I think Jack Frost was a, a great character, honestly. I think I remember I remember when I saw it originally, I didn't like it, but I think I've grown into it, especially with Martin Short at the at the wheel of that. I like that's it a because lot. you have a joyful heart, Alex. I'm a child. I'm a child at heart. Um, so Santa Claus Two, I vaguely remember it came out when I was like four. Um, but uh, I remember that weird dictator's toy Santa because he had to like go find a Mrs. Claus, right? That was the yeah. thing for that movie. Okay, yeah, that's weird. First of all, um, <laughs> um, I hate Santa Claus Three. I oh. I think it's I I have three three mini legal page notes paid yeah pages of notes that uh, talk about why I dislike it. Um, I also just don't like Christmas. I should I should say that uh, I'm not a fan of Christmas. Hey, I also don't like Christmas. Twinsy. As someone who is raised Catholic, um, I have every right to say I don't like Christmas. <laughs> I like Christmas. Also, as someone who has worked retail for the past five years, I don't like Christmas at all. Well, I've worked retail for 14, so... Eat it! Okay, okay. One thing I want... So so we have this, like, weird uh, pregnant lady chase scene. It's stupid. <laughs> and then uh, they do it again at the that's, end. That's not really a chase scene. And, oh my god, it's the exact same scene. It's the exact same footage. It's, not, it's right? not a new... They're, they're both the exact same footage. They're not yeah. different takes. Or yeah, it's okay. exactly the same. And then Curtis shows up. Number two elf guy Curtis shows up, and oh, he has noticeably Curtis. aged between He's episode aged two and so three, much. which kind of breaks their own mythology, right? It does. <laughs> uh, and also, he's a. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, okay I'll go ahead. Say, so, okay. <laughs> Curtis is aged uh, clearly, and he's just so much dumber than he was in the second movie. I actually like Curtis. Oh uh, yeah, he's not a bad character or anything, but. <laughs> Bernard like clearly doesn't age, even though I mean he does. No, Bernard's not in this one though. Yeah, he is. yeah, that was my next point. Yeah, he right. is, I saw him. I saw him once in like one scene in the background. I saw him. So he is there. <clears throat> He's there. He I wonder if he just wasn't okay. there for all the filming or like something. But like the really tall, like teenage looking yeah. elf. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw him in the background. I'm like, hey, where wasn't he a main character last time? So Bernard <laughs> was elf number one, and Curtis like offhandedly says, "Oh, now I'm elf number one," and like. Did Mr. Universe from Serenity, like, die? Well, he or... did in that movie. He did die. <laughs> like, is that... Are we talking about the elf lore now? Like, do elves just, like, die line of succession? Like, Yeah, when they when they retire, do they, like, whisk away like Santa Claus does? Well, okay, that's also something I want to talk about. Like, Santa Claus just, like, died, like, three times in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I got that note, too. 
like in the first i have in the first keep murdering him <laughs> in the first movie he dies but it's like kind of handled very well in the first movie because they like they whisk you away from it fast enough where you were like wait what and then you don't they just like don't worry about it it's cool and so it became this like weird movie where Santa Claus dies, but that's great. <laughs> but in this one, they yeah, they kill him like three times. They really dwell on it. <laughs> yeah. They just keep going back in time and like trying to kill Santa and I'm like, "Hold on. What's this is weird. Oh, why why are we just so chill about this?" Um I thought the family stress thing wasn't a bad angle uh because that's kind of and honestly to the people who like this movie's point it's a better angle than I've got to find a, a a wife. Okay, to be fair, yeah, I hate that angle because I feel like I feel like I, I you knew what you were you you knew what you were signing up for with this Santa Claus thing. Like literally, you knew what you were signing up for. And like I get like in the capitalistic hell sort of movies, it's like yeah, capitalism is bad and family and blah 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 blah. blah. But like. You knew what you were signing up for when you married, like, a, a non-human. Like, I don't know what to say about it. You guys may have heard me say it is a bad angle, and I said it isn't a bad angle. I know. It is I'm just disagreeing okay. with you completely. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> no, I kind of, I really hate, uh, okay, so, like, if that's one thing that the second movie did, so I hated that. He knew her for a solid three weeks, and the whole time they absolutely hated each other, and then they just got married after going on like one date and now she just lives in the north pole with him and like all of that is dumb but i actually they spent way too much time in that her movie character they did i kind of liked her character though in the second movie and i feel like she is not the same character even a little bit in the third movie when alex and i were watching the second movie i was saying like i don't even hate that they got married after after a short time but you need to convince me that they're like made for each other then yeah yeah okay Obviously, Judy, the character Judy, is played by a child, but they are not children, right? Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be no. thousands I'm, of years old. Who's Judy? Judy? Is very clearly the first in, movie. Ju- well, Judy's in, well, the, she's in all the, the elf. Movies, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, hot chocolate bringing elf. Um, she's very clearly in love with Santa Claus, right? Yeah, but she's all like, he's all, he's all like, oh yeah, hot chocolate, and she's like, I'm seeing someone, Santa, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Well, I'm just saying, with that like really like pretty little speech at the end of two, like she's very clearly giving that a lot of thought <laughs> about how great it would be to be married to Santa Claus. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think that. I think she just is a very romantic person, and just you know, like she feels it, and she's like, oh, just say this because that's that's what I would want to hear. Um. I love watching children act. <laughs> Genuinely, I feel like um, it's just so funny. And like people are like, oh, I hate child actors. They're not even that good and blah, 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 blah. Like whatever, like whatever. They're, it's like, if anything, I feel like <clears throat> these children in particular, like they were in it. Like they like they were about this movie. Um, I, don't know, I just like watching them act. It's so funny, especially when they're like supposed to be like unaging like mythical beings it's so funny i love them i love them and i love their little ears and i love that like for the few the few non-white characters that they had that they actually got like matching skin tones for the Uh, the ear makeup game in this was really on point that's like all their budget went to the ears (laughs) (laughs) those ears and those ridiculous ass sets (laughs) yeah i was gonna say like you know the second movie and this movie they obviously have these like tons of money and these like like ludicrous sets and 
Um, they had kind of the nice workshop set in the first movie, but if you watch them back to back, like it, it pales in quality. But the like the third movie is just not as good as the first one because I think story is king. I agree, but yeah. also ear game, ear game on point. Hell yeah. Good job, everyone but the people who wrote this movie. <laughs> also, Tim Allen, who, like, blows in this movie. I, I feel like he's so good in the first one, he, like, just kind of showed up to this one. Um. Oh, on the family drama thing, I do kind of like this moment where, like, he feels like he failed as a dad. Uh, even though he, he did a little better in the first movie, he still feels like he ultimately failed. I, like, really felt that, honestly. Um, yeah but yeah like to your like the parents drama is a little real like to the point that it becomes maybe stressful um what do you guys think of the legendary council characters <laughs> i love them i I, lo- I like all of them except for like the the easter bunny fuck that guy <laughs> why is that so why are they so creepy he's so he's creepy so, and it's not the, funny the that costume's weird and like his character's strange he's just <clears> that <throat> one guy from my hero academia with the like why would you say the, that? The, no, you know, you know what I'm talking about the sticky head kid. No, I, I don't everything. watch anime. Well, I don't know how to help you then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I hate the Easter Bunny. I really like. I don't know. I like you know Mother. Mother, Earth, Mother Nature. Mother Nature. That's because it. it's Mother a Yisha Nature Tyler. And Father Time and oh yeah, she's great. She's great. I love her. Um, but I also really like the Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy's yeah, great. The Molinator. Uh, the Molinator, so cute. Kevin Even Pollock I, is the as uh, Cupid yeah. is just awesome. Even though I love all those people, like Kevin Pollock, Aisha Tyler, Michael Dorn, fucking Michael Dorn, and Peter Boyle, God rest his soul. I hate those characters so much. <laughs> <laughs> They're completely unnecessary. Did you guys watch the blooper reel at the end? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, the um, the version I got off of YouTube, um what had a blooper reel at the end by the in front of the credits and there was a couple of shots where or takes i should say where the easter bunny was being like really really creepy towards the like mother-in-law and i'm like oh yeah yeah. no that was in the movie it was in the movie i think they they uh skeezed it up a little bit for the like they, I think they cut out a lot, Alex. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was in the movie, but like in like the blooper reel, like they had like a like a lot a lot of more takes where like he was saying some like weird shit, and the mom was just like, huh. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I hate this guy so much. I think I wrote it twice that I hate this Easter Bunny. <laughs> Fuck the Easter Bunny. <laughs> Fucking eggs. Oh, hi, hi. Hi. Did Santa like did Santa like make fun of Judge Reinhold's sweater vest while he was wearing his own doofy sweater? No, he did, but Ben, I went, I watched that and his sweater's very bad. The argyle? It's, it, it's just a weird like multicolored pattern. And like Santa Claus, you 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 riffed on Santa Claus's sweater, but it was not that bad. It was too reindeer. And then and then his sweater vest was double-sided. Yeah, what's wrong with that? And it was so bad. I wear sweater vests on the regular. Sweater vests are cute. I actually love Judge Reinhold in this movie. Like, he's the only returning character that I didn't just go, ugh, when he came back. Like, I don't know. He was... He just worked really good as a background character in this. Yeah, so they froze him. Oh, that's CG when the frost comes off of him. It was so bad. 
It was a bad effect. They ran out of money at that point. <laughs> just like that was like the last thing they did. They just put like a layer on, like a flat layer on top of them, and they're like, "Okay, we'll just take this part away, and we'll take this part away." It was like, "Ugh." Um, I have a note here that just says, "Elfland Security Act is not a good joke." <laughs> did they make a joke about that? Yeah, it was. Yes. Done away. Uh, however, something I did think was really funny was the background jokes from all the like Canadifying the North Pole. Um, <laughs> I, that made me, I laughed really hard at Canadian Bacon Exchange. Canadian because, Bacon like, Exchange. <laughs> like it's so desperate. They're like, I don't know, Canadian Bacon Exchange. I love that just like anybody, like I'm from Canada, A, just add an A at the end of everything they say and it makes them Canadian. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so I know that they covered this later in the movie, but when that whole, like, Canada scene popped up, I'm like, Canada, I said, bro, where are all these children with the pointy ears? <laughs> that's, that's the note I wrote. Um, yeah, Canada, step up your game. Where are they at? <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, I, I, that, that point leads into um, uh, a recon, I suppose, that I have later, maybe... I don't know okay. how this is structured. Put, well, put a pen in it. I will. Um, just for a second. I don't know. Do you want to talk about it now? No, it's fine. I can talk about it later. Okay. I also want to talk about the reindeers. Talk about the reindeers. What the fuck? Why are they like little gremlins? Like, why are they making those noises? I Because kids find it cute, and that's what this whole movie was geared toward, was children. Was the third one geared more toward, toward children than the first one? I would say, I would say yeah. less. I don't know. Because the third one was about, like, in-law stress. Like, that's not anything kids care about. No, but, like, that that part of the movie was geared towards kids. Like, the in-law stuff was for the adults. I feel like the first one was all, like, career and family stress and divorce. And my ex-wife now has a new husband. And I don't know. I feel like it was pretty adult. It takes so long for this movie to get going. Like, uh, yeah, nothing happens until like halfway through this movie, except for exposition. Yeah, I was paying attention to the timestamps because um, I hated every second of watching this movie. <laughs> and um, nothing. The big plot point with Jack Frost doesn't even come around until like 50 minutes in. Y'all, am, am I broken inside? I really I really enjoyed this film. You're, you're, you have a heart of joy. You have a heart of joy. However, Alex, Alex, you're beautiful. You may have some opinions on this because uh, we are halfway to the movie and the time travel has happened. Um, I know it's silly to overanalyze these m- movies mythology, but the, the questions the time travel rules raises like go beyond the pale. Um, there's so many whys to how this works. Um, I, I don't understand why the escape clause needs to time travel at all. Why can't he just stop being Santa Claus? Well, it's because that when he becomes Santa Claus, it basically robs him of the rest of his regular life. So if you're, if you're in, if you become Santa Claus for like 150 years, if you go back to being a regular human at that 150 years, you're dead. Oh, Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. No, it doesn't. (laughs) So you go back to the place where you took on the mantle so you can live out the rest of your regular life. Yeah, but also the way that he phrases it is like I wish I would never have like been Santa at all. 
I think oh, is like okay. what he says. That's fair. Like it's the way that he phrases it, not like I'm ready to retire. It's like I'm I regret every second of this life. <laughs> yes. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why does it take Jack Frost with it when it time travels? And because why he, Jack... he held on to him. Hey, I have a second part to my question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, don't ask me to answer your questions if you don't want me to answer your questions. Well, why did Jack think that would happen? Why did he think, oh, I'll just grab on and time travel with him? Like, why did he think that that would work? <laughs> well, I mean, you got to try it. And you you shoot your shot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so I know this is a kid's movie, but why didn't Jack Frost just, like, kill Santa? He didn't hate Scott Calvin's character. And plus, it's kind of more diabolical. Like, you know, you, you take somebody's life position and then you assume it and then you leave them alive to see like, oh, look, I'm living your life. haha. I think it's a Terminator situation where they can't, the machines can't just kill the humans in the present. They're too resilient. They have to go back into the past and undo it ever happening to begin with. They also have a lot of like laws, uh, can like like they, they even say that they can't at the end of the movie they can't uh they can't their powers don't work on other legendary figures oh well, that's true yeah you don't have to use your powers you can just like trip well him. i mean but maybe there maybe there are other just laws push, push him off the roof <laughs> also it's disney so they murdered santa claus like three he, times we see movie. him die on screen it was not <laughs> malicious though he fell off as it accident. was malicious. They purposely called his attention to make him slip and fall in order to make this happen. It was malicious on Disney's part. <laughs> Disney murdered Santa Claus, not Scott Calvin. Damn you, Disney. Scott Calvin was, was the fall guy. <clears throat> I have a question for everyone. What Blue. is your opinion on the kick the, 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 the kicking the puppy trope that Jack Frost displays? <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, he's just really mean to the elves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's kind of mean to the elves in this movie. <laughs> like, like Carol just, just straight up doesn't, like, slur on them. Oh, I know. Movie. That was so bad. Which what? Is like, oh, tall people. Oh. You know, you know tall family. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Well, I I can empathize with Carol just because, like, um, I, I also mean, don't like interacting with children. It's got to hurt your neck looking children. down all the time, right? They're childlike. I don't appreciate anything that's happening right now. <laughs> and I, I know 100% you directed that at me, Alex. I like short people, frankly. Thank you. Wait, ben. Gen Z, how tall are you? I'm 5'1". This is unimportant. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. I don't live in Alabama. <sighs> Friends, to, to put this in perspective, there was a, a party we were at at Ben's house. I think it was a Halloween party, and I was looking around the room, and I saw this really short child, and I was like, what are they doing at this adult's party? And it was Jensie. <laughs> All of my junior high kids are taller than me. What do you want? What do you want from me? Okay, but junior high kids are, are tall for some reason. They are, man. They're like crazy They're suddenly tall. tall. It's all them hormones we're putting into food. Okay. Yeah. Um, Chicken hormones. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I do, I do want to know this, though. Okay, so talking about... You, you you've convinced me maybe why why time travel is important, but why does it go back to the moment he became Santa and then transform him back to the present and just like make him keep the memories of being Santa but make him lose the last like what ten years of his life in this timeline? That would be that would be a plot hole. I'm just I'm just thinking of that probably because it would be god awful to watch us make us watch a whole movie 
from his life forward to that point. Um, oh, it's because, like, with this whole, like, paradox thing, you can't just, like, leave him in the present. Like, someone has to go. Like, someone has to go. You can't just leave him at that point where Santa Claus happened because his old self is still in that house. So you can't, like, just have that happen because of the paradox. Right, because there are two of them. Yeah. And so transporting him to the future, like, I guess, like, he doesn't remember the last 10 years of his life. Okay, sure, that is a plot hole. Um, but also, like, it's he's, like, magic. So, um, like, it makes sense that he would retain his memories of being Santa because, like, he does still have that magic. I think he does remember the memories of his his no, new past life because well no he doesn't like question why that weird dude's in his house though. What weird dude? The his secretary that's in his house when he goes in and he's like, Where, "Where's my family at?" He doesn't like, "What are are who are you? Why are you in my that's house?" His office. He doesn't question it still though. The reason they didn't give him any any memories is because they were trying to It's a Wonderful Life it. But, like, you are not allowed to do a send-up if It's a Wonderful Life if your movie is this much worse than that movie. I hate It's a Wonderful Life, by the way. I was talking about it last night to my roommate. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> not to be, like, the downer. Well, the only reason that, people, Benjamin. <laughs> well, the only reason people show it on TV is because it's free, too. But, uh, but no, like, they, ex- they explain why he doesn't, rem- like, realize why... Uh, that you know his ex-wife is divorced again because he his his past person never came around. So at this moment when his consciousness comes back to him in the present future, this is gonna get really weird. <laughs> the present future. The present future. Like he remembers everything from his past fake life. Real life. Yeah. I'm going to stop talking now. Yeah, that's another note I have here is that, like, wow, creating alternate timelines to get erased is pretty heavy for a movie that was a few seconds ago about balancing career and family. <laughs> I guess when you put it that way. <laughs> uh, okay. Jack Frost, North Pole. Time to talk about that. We have gotten there. We got there. Um, have we even talked about Jack Frost to this point? About oh, his, no. About his you, character? You should, I feel like you probably have a lot of thoughts on, on that character. I like it. I thought he was impish and and just very gobliny, and he was very like in my vein of like character villain. He was cute, kind of. Yeah, I still feel like a villain is a mistake, but like I <laughs> I love that they let him sing. Oh uh, yeah, I he like and Martin Short like very obviously had fun. Um, they I can't say they wasted Martin Short, even if it was a bad idea to have a villain. Uh. He he, like kind of he really doesn't suck in this movie, even though he had I feel like like nothing to w- work with, and it just shows like what a genius Martin Short is. I think he he had some problems at the beginning, uh, right, right with the the council meeting. Um, I think he, he they didn't know what to do with his character at that, but like he kind of really grew into it when they gave him like evil things to be doing. Um, I I feel like. It's evil to turn Santa into a soulless cash grab is maybe not a stone this movie should be throwing from its glass house. <laughs> maybe. Uh, can I can I voice an unpopular opinion? Well, that's what this podcast is for, so yes. I, I, I actually like uh, the very commercial, very sellouty Christmas. <laughs> I'm a weird person that I like. Like I like it when Christmas is fucking everywhere and. Uh, and you know it's it's on like there's TV specials everywhere like it was when I was kid like a kid and that might be a hundred percent nostalgia. 
Okay, to that point, um, everyone seems to be enjoying the North Pole Resort. <laughs> yeah. There's kind of this subtle undercurrent of, like, poor people get left out, which is fair. But otherwise, only Scott's life seems to be worse and the people around him. But I mean, they, his fault, they do so. kind of, like, showcase a little bit, like, all you know, the kids are brats. And they're like, oh, I, wanna, I don't want to go to the show. I don't want to do this or blah, blah, blah. And and now, you know, they can buy their way onto the nice list and et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, everybody seems to be having a good time. <laughs> It yeah, like it kind of rules, right? Like it looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> they like, also, I would, I would go. <laughs> they also don't do anything with the SOS, the Secret of Santa. They they build it up like it's such a like it's a major tenet of the movie. Uh huh. That you can't break the Secret of Santa, and then Jack Frost does this and is in no way penalized for it. Well, I feel like instead of keeping everything a secret, they sort of flipped it. They used capitalism to their advantage, <clears throat> where, like, people don't actually know less the real Santa, right? Like, because it's not like the secret's broken. Like, yeah, technically, like, it is the real Santa, but they don't actually believe it. They're not like, oh, shit, it's Santa. Um, they're just like, oh, okay, it's just a guy pretending to be Santa. This is all just a gimmick. So, like, in being hyper... What is it called? Hyper visual. You're keeping that secret, so because they don't actually know us the real Santa because they don't think so. You know what I'm saying? I don't really see any support in that because they they have it where they actually buy their children onto the nice list. Though, if they didn't believe it was Santa, they wouldn't be paying money to get them on the nice list because they don't believe in Santa. They're just going to buy their presents anyways. I don't know. My parents bought me like one square foot of the North Pole, and I'm sure that's not real. Aw, Ben, look at you. You I mean, own a chunk of ice in the Arctic? What have you done with that, that, that real estate? There could be gold on that land. I don't have joy in my heart like Alex does. I'm sorry, I'll stop being a fun no, person. No, I just, I wish I did. I wish I did have joy in my heart like Alex does. Oh, I'm pretty chill over here. Shit. <laughs> Tim Allen hits him really hard when he does his tar swing, Tarzan swing into it, right? I know. It was so funny. <laughs> but, like, it was weird that there's this, like, fight scene. Was that really necessary? I think so. I think I, so. You know, even when he kind of had the toy Santa fight scene, it was really more like a non-fighting action scene. And they, like, mm -hmm. threw some snowballs and stuff. This was just a straight-up fist fight where he beat up some policemen. <laughs> well, he hit them with a giant candy cane. A I don't think it was... Yeah. Hey, Cab. <laughs> no, I like the fight scene was probably one of the best parts of the movie for me just because it was so stupid. Mm -hmm. And the whole audience was just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, this is great. <laughs> I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> that guy thinks he's Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm the real Santa. No, I'm the real Santa. <laughs> We're all Santa. Um. The talking pen thing. The talking pen thing made no sense. <clears throat> no, it made work? perfect sense. It made I, perfect I sense. Was, I thought it was perfect sense. Okay. Because he I said the I'm... words. He said it. And then he was holding the thing. There was it's like a little loophole. Okay. All right. Because right. it was his voice saying it, so I mean like I wish they had I wish they had put that Chekhov's pen on stage at the beginning of the movie instead of like right there at the end though. Yeah, I feel like the pen was just, like, foreshadowed way too much in that last, like, ten minutes. <laughs> the whole, like, Jack Frost Santa thing, I checked. It happened in only, like, 15 minutes. So we have an hour of exposition. We have 15 minutes of Jack Frost Santa Claus. And then we have that, the last 15 minutes with, like, the freaking baby. So... <laughs> 
Like, I feel like it was foreshadowed way too much. Like, yeah, he has the pen, and yeah, he's holding it out while Jack says it. And then, like, three more times before he actually uses it, he pulls it out of his coat pocket and looks yeah, at it. Yeah, double checks like, on I it. Get it. He's like, okay, I, I got know it. what's going to happen here. I know this is for kids, but, like, I feel like you're you're being really heavy with this one, dude. This movie assumes children are dumb so much. A little bit. A little bit. Um... Uh, the in the end scene where he's like accosted by the like two elf guards or Jack Frost is mm-hmm. like really drives home that Jack Frost assaulted two people. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like Jack Frost was aiming to kill, and he locked a little girl in the closet with her frozen parents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a little fucked up. Uh, okay. Fuck you, movie. You can't name your Christmas movie character, buddy. How dare you stand where he stood? I I didn't get that part. What? It's named after their father-in-law. His name was Bud. No, his grandfather. Like, Tim's grandfather. Scott's, I'm sorry, Scott's grandfather. <laughs> right? Is that someone I should know? No, no, it's the guy in the movie. It's Carol's parents. No, I thought it was named after Scott's grandfather, Buddy. That guy's name is Bud. And they named the baby Buddy after Bud. Was his name uh, Carol's Buddy? Dad. The baby's name is Buddy. Was his name Bud? Who names a baby buddy? Who names a baby buddy? I'm a, I'm IMDBing this right now. Hey, um, my favorite poet's name is Buddy. Is it Buddy Holly? No, it's Buddy Wakefield. If you want queer poetry in the South. Holy shit, his name was Bud. Really? I, I did not make was... that I didn't make that connection. Probably because I hated that character. The, the the character was definitely not beloved enough for me to feel good feelings when they named the baby after him. <laughs> Probably because he's like half of my customers at Walmart. Yeah, right? And like, why? why? <laughs> I guess because it's it, fun, funny. You know, Buddy Claus is probably just a funny thing they thought was funny. I don't know. I feel like they just had to like, I hate the whole flashback thing. Like, this entire movie is technically a flashback. Mm-hmm, I remembered mm-hmm. it at the very end. And I'm the frame like, story this, was unnecessary. It was completely when unnecessary. she comes back and is like, and that's the story. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even like they didn't even like Princess Bride it and like cut back every once in a while. It was just at the beginning and end. Yeah, it was and I didn't like it at all. I completely forgot that there was a whole framing thing going on until the end where it cut back to the classroom and I'm like, wait, but she isn't pregnant. What's happening? <laughs> she wasn't pregnant at the beginning of the movie. What's happening? Okay, and that's the end of the movie. Uh, is there anyone else that's got any more latent, lingering thoughts on the Santa Claus 3? Before we move into retcons? I thought his beard was much, much better in this movie. Is this the movie he's super weirdly red in? Yeah. No, that was uh, the second one. It was two, okay. Well, I feel like he was really rougey. There was a point when he was uh, when bent down. And his nose was like super beet red. <clears throat> oh, I know exactly what you're talking about because yeah, yeah, I also yeah, yeah, noticed yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the only po- only time I think. There was a scene with the in-laws where like there's like a really weird pseudo flirting thing going on with Jack Frost and the mo- and the mother-in-law. Oh yeah. Just like, say it again. <laughs> I'm like, stop! Don't say I, it again. I think I, I skipped a couple minutes past that because I couldn't do it. <laughs> I love that part. I loved it so much because he's just like such an unflappable narcissist. <laughs> just say, just say the one line in the song that's about me. This is just, just this one. Just say it again. Yeah, 
Um, and I did want to touch upon, um, so the kids' faces, they were so good at acting like jaded entertainment workers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah really so I'm like, oh, you poor kids. That, that made me really hate Jack Frost. <laughs> but I think that's everything else I really wanted to talk about. Everyone pounded their Red Bulls and like, uh. I didn't know we needed a Red Bull. Just well, I mean, at a writer's table, you gotta have energy drinks and like well, cold shit. pizza and stuff. I had okay. Seagrams. Um, well, you know what? If we're if it's like two, like one or two a.m., it might be time. It might be time to do that. It might be time to break out the Seagrams. So I, I've been drinking Tussin. The Tussin. The Tussin. Oh, I'm ready for a nap. The Tussin. The Tussin. <laughs> who's got some? Who's got a pitch for how to remake this movie? I don't. I thought it was great. <laughs> Uh, well, okay. I said this that I think a big mistake is having a villain. I the first movie had this great like man versus himself conflict, and um, I think keeping that is good. But like, I, I do like this idea though of it being the escape clause, right? But like, yeah, San- Santa wanting to get out of being Santa or even being tricked and getting out of, out of Santa doesn't have to time travel. There's no reason for that. Yeah, I feel like if they really wanted to do that, if you really wanted to make this more complicated, there should be several escape clauses going on here. <laughs> like, if you really regret it that bad, there should be more fail-safe surrounding this so the tricking wouldn't happen. But, like, honestly, you know, if he hated it so much, he should just throw himself off a roof like the last That's guy. what I'm saying. That is what I am saying. All right. They did build a precedence in the first movie that he was terrified of falling off a roof. So half of this is going to be me having like a new wild fan theory I've concocted while watching these three movies. Um, I I think maybe the guy in the first movie didn't die. Yeah. Well, he like waves slowly uh-huh. and he just disappears. He disappears. Where does he he go? invoked the escape clause. Holy. But he didn't have it. He didn't have the the snow globe. Well, no, he's he's saying that he's retconning this and that. This that... is this is where why oh, oh, this oh, is why oh, it's oh, only oh, half oh, of a fan oh, theory. Okay. You're right. It doesn't okay. entirely work in the mythology. But I'm saying in my retcon, that's what that guy was doing. Yeah, my thing doesn't have the snow globe. Um, and and actually, this kind of even lines up a little bit in the movie because um, what what is it, Alex? They say something about it's either by either by accident or design yeah is like is like part of the the and they all all the elves and everyone is just like weirdly okay with the other santa that they've known for who knows how long just being gone and this new guy showing up and they're all cool with it which really feels like this was a plan um and so like i would like it if like you know santa claus 3 is like 10 12 years after the first one um and so finally one of these elves like let slip that that was that they were like scouting Scott and like like all of this was on purpose um and so like maybe even the old Santa could like be a character in this um and either that guy could like want it back maybe or he could just be like a per- like a sounding board for Scott to talk about like man I am kind of this is a this is pretty stressful. This is a pretty stressful job. I love it, but it's it, it you know it, it's the whole world on your shoulders. I like that one. I like I like that the second part where like I don't I feel like having Santa like want the job back. I feel like that would be just I couldn't handle that. Uh, but like becoming Santa really improved his life. Uh, it made him a better person. 
and he can take that with him and like maybe that's like the the like supreme gift right is like he he learns he needs to it's and it's a great way to like in the trilogy is he like he finds so he has to find a successor right he has to find someone else to be santa because um it will improve their life it will make them better um but he already spent the whole second movie trying to find a wife so that he wouldn't have to leave to not be santa anymore well think of it this way gen z uh the old santa claus when he died what happened to his mrs claus what happened to his mrs claus holy shit because he definitely had one because it's part of the clause maybe she disappeared with him or maybe the elves just kicked her out in the, the cold oh my god Maybe that's it. Maybe maybe she went with him. Maybe that's part of it is so we could actually explore Carol and Scott's relationship a little better in the third movie. Like them actually and him realizing that like he'd rather have like a life like being married to her and like having a family and then, and, and not have to like worry about the entire world's children anymore. Uh, that he kind of like did his time and he's proud of what he did. But and so maybe that's and, and so maybe that's what the last guy did was like he was like yeah I found a uh, a person I wanted to spend my life with and I um and like we decided it was time to leave. So in in talking about what happened to Mrs. Claus, what happens to their children? Like do their children grow up or do they stop aging at a certain point because Santa Claus can live for a really long time cuz he's not a human anymore. But what about that baby? <laughs> what about that baby? What about, what about that, that baby, baby, though? Like, does the baby just mature into adulthood and then stop? Yeah, like, what's the... What's the and what's what about the... Charlie? Because Charlie was conceived pre-Santa. I think Charlie's just chilling. Charlie's gonna grow old and die. He is. He's gonna grow old and die, and then and then Santa Claus, Scott Calvin, is just gonna watch it happen. Yeah. Well, he has his other, other son, chilling. You know, so see, that's saying? why he, that's why you don't want to be Santa forever. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Unfortunately, and fortunately, <laughs> while writing this pitch, I realized <laughs> that this is almost the exact plot of another thing. Uh, it's on Netflix and also on Amazon. Uh, it's called Santa's Apprentice, and it's this super cute movie on Netflix. Um, and it's also kind of based on a TV show that lasted one season called Santa's Apprentice. And there's also a sequel called The Magic Snowflake. And it's basically what it's about is about Santa Claus having to find a new, like a new kid to like train to be the next Santa Claus. And a like, child? Yeah, it's a child. It, well, they, they're an orphan. Um, that's that's oh, even well, worse. That makes it okay. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it okay. <laughs> he wants to be. Um,. He wants to be an orphan. No, he wants to be Santa Claus. <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like anything's better than being an orphan in an orphanage. I'm saying the, the kid's not like kidnapped and like I, whisked away to the North Pole. <laughs> but do kids really have like consent? Like, can a kid consent to being Santa Claus's apprentice? Does he know better? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Especially one that doesn't have like you know a good structure of, of <laughs> people who he can look up to and who can support him like parents you know <laughs> but you know every every good writer knows that to make something good you just steal from stuff you like so <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's my so that's my that's my retcon or at least like half of one uh remember i was talking about jack frost and i said oh, i'll just put a pin in it
Are you totally oh, put yeah, a pen in it? Oh, yeah, your pen. My pen. Um, when I was watching it, I forgot how the movie ended because um, it came out a long time ago. <laughs> and I was like, okay, why are we pretending this is Canada and people in Canada are just like, like this? Why can't we just, <laughs> why can't we just uh, be like, you know, I live, like my toy thing is like a theme park, like Jack Frost wound up doing in the end. I'm like, why did you really have to, did you really have to do that? And I don't agree with the, I mean, like, obviously, you know, you maybe you shouldn't keep secrets from like your family, maybe your in-laws, but like in general. Um, but I feel like they took that uh, whole I'm actually Santa thing like really well. <laughs> um, honestly, I would have been like, yeah, I'm a toy maker from Canada and um, I do like a themed workshop sort of thing. Like, no, these aren't children. Don't look, don't look at them. It doesn't, I'm not breaking child labor laws. Don't, don't pay attention. <laughs> to the children they're just short they're just short yeah why, why are you why are you saying this about these people with like medical conditions like just leave them alone <laughs> i mean that's that's really what i was thinking i feel like i would have saved so much time and energy just instead of like yeah they call me santa because that's the whole theme we got going on here like why yeah i'm weird you see this hat you know what 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 yeah i guess the other thing was like played for jokes but it was so labored that it wasn't fun <laughs> and like yeah your thing is a little better just so yeah you know, like, the whole like canada it, thing it'd be funny if they like yeah that he was like cool we'll make the the north pole into a theme park and then we'll bring your in-laws here and they'll have a great time and then his like poopy in-laws still ruin it that would have been like pretty funny yeah i feel like that would have been immediately better because like oh yeah welcome to canada we're going to swarm you with canada gear on canada as you wake up on a park bench. We would have missed all the good Canada jokes, though. <laughs> that's just... That's how I would change it. I feel like that would have saved a lot of it in the end. Um, oh! the uh, no, the Despite everything, that Santa plane that he takes to the North Pole where Santa's, like, flying and it's, like, on the plane, like, painted on the plane. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. That's absolutely staying in in any, any version. It's so any cool, version. isn't it? <laughs> You have to keep that version. You have to keep that plane in there. I don't remember the Santa plane. It's like he's it's he, he's like he's like he's painted on the plane, like where he's laying on his stomach and his arms are like on the wings. Yeah, it's so like cool. he's flying like Peter Pan. So you guys like that, but not the awesome like oh my God. face fireplace. No, the face fireplace was gross. No, it was so that bad, was weird. Man. But it's cool that it was weird. No. Like, okay, I I guess it, it was, like, in theory, it's cool, but, like, why is it his face? Are you telling me? I know two of you pretty well, and one of you, like, kind of okay well. And, like, <laughs> are you telling me the people, uh, uh, that the four people on this podcast, if given the resources, would not make something in their house that was just a big, their own face? Absolutely not. Not a You absolutely would. Okay, make, oh, oh yeah, why is the fireplace the problem? <laughs> I don't know, it just is, because his mouth is all big and gaping, and I don't know, I didn't like it. <laughs> and it stretches he, when okay, he comes out of it? It's essentially a door. Ugh, no, would yeah, you, Would you do it as a door? No. I have dysmorphia. I don't know what my own face looks like. So everything in your house is your own face. <laughs> yeah, if you really think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
no, no, Ben. No, I think you're alone in this. You are <laughs> desperately alone. Well, am I, am I valid? For, yes, you're valid. I, wanting... I don't know. Uh, I don't know if uh, you're valid. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you can do what you want in your own house. That's much as valid. <laughs> but I will not be coming there. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be visiting your house anytime soon. I am not going to crawl through your weird face fireplace. Well, he only does it because he's Santa. <laughs> I'm not crawling through your weird mouth door. Okay, okay. Is that the problem that you have to like exit and enter through it? Like, what if my fireplace yes. was like that? And like, obviously, in my house, no one would in- go into the fireplace. No, because we'd still have to yeah. look at it. Well, I mean, it's I don't have to look at it. I can just sit with my. Well, I can't sit with my back. I, I would because then I'd fear it. for my life. Like that room, it would be it would be a centerpiece of the room. <laughs> I just don't like the implications of war. But, uh, so so one of the one of our audience retcons, like uh, we'll get to that. But they they saw that and uh, they were like, "Well, that kind of looks like it's from the Tomb of Annihilation, <laughs> like from the D." Um, do you want to move into those, or does anyone else have? Um, more ideas around this writer's room i'm gonna need i need 10 ideas by the end of the week okay okay um okay our first one our first uh submission um is uh by cody of the roll the roll channel on twitch um and roll the roll is like r-o-l-l the r-o-l-e like you know you know the homophone homonym homonym um, he says, <clears throat> you can tweak it just a little bit to where Charlie becomes Santa as a kid instead of Jack Frost. It can be revealed that a child should never wield such powerful Christmas magic, and it corrupts him, turning him into the anti claws <laughs> <laughs> I really like the anti claws <laughs> He then goes on to steal the magic and holiday of the others on the council, causing Scott Calvin and Jack Frost to team up. Oh, t- Jack Frost Ooh. is the good guy. I like that. Interesting. Or what if it was Charlie? Instead of Charlie, what if it was, oh, what's her name, Lucy? Oh my god, yes. Yeah, because Charlie's too old to really be a child at this point. At least, at least from the the movie's standpoint. But he's uh, like sixteen now, or something. In the, yeah, in movie, yeah. So like, he's, he's pretty close to being uh, grown. Oh, but he's like Charlie, like because he was like six in the first. He was like six in the first movie. I think I know what's happening here. I still, I, I, I still think Lucy would be a better one for this movie. Sorry, that's Cody. Why they, that's why it, they, it works. Yeah, it just, yeah. it's just a role change. I feel like that's why they added Lucy in the second movie because they were like, oh, Charlie's getting old. All right, time to get a new kid up in we here. Need a kid. <laughs> yeah, we need a cute kid. Get that baby in here. All right. This next one is from Old and Tired Wolf, or at. Goram Wolf on Twitter. Uh, they uh, say, make the Santa Claus 3 more like the Tomb of Annihilation, like with the Krampus as the evil witch, uh, Lich, forgive me, and uh, Santa Claus as the Arch Lich who runs the Tomb of Joys. I've actually never run the Tomb of Annihilation, so I don't really know much about it. But uh, This was the person. This was the person that was inspired by you the did. You, it was that. Yeah. That... That was that was less of a retcon for a movie and more of just like just make the Santa Claus into D and D campaign. Just make the Santa Claus four and make it like Which this. Which is just kind of our entire deal anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> dig it. Nice, awesome. 
All right, we got one from Spit and Polish Podcast, and they say, The biggest weakness of the third film is that Tim Allen doesn't have a dual role, in which he is a Nazi general ruling over the North Pole, unlike the far superior, the Santa Claus 2. Sorry, bud. Not, not going to uh, agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What do the uh, what do the kids say? The Saint It Chief. <laughs> Saint It Chief is that a thing kids say? God, I'm so out of touch with the youth of these eras. Well, Ben is definitely the one to ask about what the kids say. Ben, what do the kids say? What do the kids say? Not and not these kids. Yeah, no, no, that's from like 1997. What? It's not from 1997. Like I'm exaggerating for comedy. <sighs> but the comedy is not working. Anywho, moving on. All right, Fran, set us up with the next one. All right. So this next one is from uh, Tyler Naff. I hope it's Nave. Don't you Naff. dare mispronounce someone's name on this podcast, um, Franz. <laughs> I will not have it in my house. We have been working using their music for like four months now and i just now realized that no i don't know how to pronounce his last name <laughs> although on like episode 19 it, it got cut out but jency like didn't know how to how to pronounce alex's last name so that happens <laughs> yeah well i know because you've mispronounced both of my partner's names on your show so yeah, listen well. it's okay this is what we do on this show is mispronounce everyone's names. Yeah, maybe just another good time to say this. Um, if you send something else and you are concerned about us mispronouncing a name, like send us a little pronunciation guide, okay? Okay, okay, from the world of Chernobyl. Um, uh, like Tim Allen Santa Claus bounces through time, taking the body of other Santa Claus, like the Miracle on 34th Street, uh, the the bigoted Rudolph Santa, the Santa that fought Krampus, etc. He has to learn the lessons of past Santas to reclaim the mantle from the cold miser Jack Frost. <laughs> so they went, they really like leaned into the time travel thing. They were like, no, 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 do it. But do it all. <laughs> no, I, I, I kind of really like this recon. Um, just because I feel like, you know, he's stressing about getting, balancing work life. And I feel like bouncing through the, the bigoted Rudolph Santa. Oh, from the song. Ah, okay. I was really confused. And particularly the special. Yeah, probably yeah. The, the special. But that is a lot of IPs that uh, that Disney would have to acquire to do that. Oh, no. C can Disney do it? I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if they can. We don't need to make Disney any stronger than they already are. Well, I feel like the bigoted Rudolph Santa, that one just kind of just public domain right now. They might do. What? What? Don't question my idioms. Just go with them. I feel like now is now is a great time to say that. Like I don't under because of this generational gap, I don't know um, half the references you guys make. I just laugh when you make them. That's good. That's that's what I do. <laughs> People are laughing, so I yeah. should laugh too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like half the podcasts I listen to have people who are old enough to be my parents, and thus oh, I have oh, my chest. Yeah, I will never oh, my, hope to. Oh consume. my old man heart! So, oh god, <laughs> Jesus, uh, help me! Anyway, got one more. Uh, I got another uh, uh, rehash submission here. 
Um, this one's from uh, my good friend because you're like, hey, you want to do this? I said, yeah, sure. And then I went to all my friends and said, hey, what about this? So <clears throat> my friend Abigail, um, who is at Ironic Immigrant on Twitter, she says, um, when Jack gets to be Santa, suddenly Scott Calvin gets bitten by a lab experiment dog and he has to win back his kid's trust and destroy Jack Frost's capitalistic reign. So she was very into combining two of Tim Allen's movies together. <laughs> oh, um, and she prefaces it by saying, personally, I would combine it with Tim Allen's second best movie, Shaggy, Shaggy Dog. So she has very high opinions of these two um, movies, which I don't agree with them, but, you know. Does he also have an estranged uh, child from the jungle, son? Because I really How, did. Did that. anyone else spend so much of their life thinking that Jungle to Jungle was a sequel to another movie? No. Because <laughs> I did. I was Jesus like, ben. man, I wish I could find the first movie of this. Where's where's, all those where's where's Jungle at? I'd really like to watch that Jungle movie. What well, it's called Jungle to Jungle, and <laughs> like, the, what the are you talking about? It's ben? got the like the numeral two in it for no reason, by the way. <laughs> I think it's because there's two of them, like a father and son connecting, but it's very, it makes, there's no real reason why there's a numeral two in the Jungle 2 Jungle. And so I was like, huh, I wonder what this is a sequel to. Alex, read the one from your wife. This one's from uh, my wife, Jeanette. It's it's required. We have to do it every time. Um, hey, Franz, that's from Borat? I it's know from Borat. what that it's an one old is. All right. I say it all the time. <laughs> Now I I want to say that um, this is funny because she didn't she was like a total role reversal. Uh, Clifford being uh, Martin Short is Santa Claus, and Buzz Lightyear, who is Tim Allen, becomes Jack Frost. She didn't remember the premise of the movie that Jack Frost becomes Santa Claus, <laughs> and she also yeah. thought, oh, I forgot who did she thought she thought that uh, Martin Short was, but she thought it was another actor, and I laughed at her for a good thirty minutes. <laughs> um, why did you let me keep this one on here then? because it's fun and I told her I wasn't going to make fun of her about it so you're saying that Jeanette accidentally pitched just what the movie is that's right <laughs> that is correct <laughs> alright so am I also reading my brother's one or or, or is that yeah. we're going to pass that off to somebody else you should do that you should do that okay well my brother my brother uh, Nick he says that Jack Frost leads a Helm's Deep-style invasion of the North Pole with an army of sentient snow people. That would be pretty specular. It's also just one scene. I actually think that sounds pretty cool. Um, not really a whole movie, but, you know. Yeah. Well, that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really cool, no, though. I, honestly, hey, in the future, whenever we ask for these things, um, this is cool. Uh, either give me just one little thing or give me a top-to-bottom rehash. Either one is fine. As a matter of fact, Twilight, we got a whole lot of top to bottoms, and I wish we'd had more of these short ones. And so this has made me very happy inside. And I, I, oh, I've done it. The ice has melted off my heart, and I have joy like Alex does. Did you get a magic hug? Did you get a magic hug from a little girl? I hate how they made him look corporate afterwards, though. It was, yeah, yeah like, it was what not did he a, turn into? Yeah. Look, right? Keep, like, the weird pointy blue hair thing going on. I like that one, but, like,. The eyebrows? It was, very, it was a very good character design. It's very good eyebrows. 
So, do y'all know when you want to support your favorite podcasts and things, you usually go to a place on the internet. That place is called Patreon. To which we have, we have a Patreon. We do. It's a, it's Roleplay Retcon at Patreon. Maybe. Ben, you really know more of the information on this. Why aren't you taking the, the reins on this guy? We have several tiers. We have several several tiers. Tears. Um tears from our eyes. Tears of a clown. Um There's also a Discord. Uh, I just now realized though that like telling you we have a Discord on here doesn't help you because that's not how Discord works. Um but just get on our like Twitter and our Facebook and stuff and every once in a while we'll just tweet out a link to that. Um if you know someone that's already on it, get them to invite you. Uh and you can get it. Can you search for servers on Discord? Um, it depends. Uh, it's a setting you have to click, but also, um, why don't you just put the Discord link in the show notes? I will do that. That's a good idea. I did not think of that. Because <laughs> I don't know how podcasts Because we're, we're noobs at this. And we don't know what we're doing. We've been doing it for uh, literally a year. This is actually kind of our one-year anniversary episode. The 12th is the first first episode we put up. It's on the 12th. There's some rewards you can get on the Patreon. Um, if you... Uh, like some blooper cool. reels and deleted scenes reels. Um, stickers. There's stickers. Uh, and then the top tier, the the executive producer tier, um, they get to make us read uh, up to 250 characters of anything once per month. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we're going to do next. So we got one of those. Is it the one I get to read? Yes. Do I get to scroll down now? Yes. Okay. Who's it from? I'm so excited. It's from Nick. Alex's brother, Nick Palacios. Who, who, who did not let you read this? <laughs> he did not. So Nick was very much like, he was like, I totally just did an executive thing for you guys to say, but you don't get to know what it is. And I was all like, oh my God, what is it? Is it terrible? But then Ben and Nick, I mean, Ben and Alex were both like, no, it's cool. It's not weird. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's too sorry to read that. <laughs> Nick Flossius used his, his executive. I'm sorry. I'm this is also, by the way, this is way more than 250 characters, but I'm gonna let it slide. I, I, I told him I would let it. I would let it happen. Yeah. I love this. And Nick Flossius used his executive powers to to make me specifically read this. One. I'm so sorry. I'm trying so hard. Imagine yourself at some sort of weird water play. (laughs) Like from the movie. Franz doesn't know what she's about to read. Oh, God. Just just read it. I'm trying. I'm I'm trying so hard. All right. Did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? I think not. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. It's a Sith legend. Darth Plagueis was a dark lord of the Sith, so powerful and so wise, he could use the Force to influence the midi-chlorians to create life. Is that like the new Rick roll? <laughs> it, it's it's a very powerful meme on the internet. Yeah. Oh no, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, we've been needing a new Rick roll for a while, and like, that's perfect. Franz, do you know what Rick Rolling is? Oh my god. <laughs> I regret giving you this power, so now you can just antagonize me. 
Um, you know, you know, you saying, oh my God, like, I still don't know if you know what it is or not. Like, I, <laughs> yes, he does. Leave him alone. Okay. Um, I mean, I believe you. I think it's an unironically good song. Well, yeah, that's I why it's it, fun. Yeah. Don't want to play a bad song over okay. and over again. <laughs> All right, but thank you, Nick. That was beautiful. I appreciate you using your powers for good. Um, <laughs> all right. And it was worth the wait. Thank you. All right. Okay, I also, so... <laughs> so Franz is technically, not technically, just is, an executive producer tier two, and I told him he could have a freebie. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> But you have to say it. <laughs> I do. I do have to say it. I didn't write it down anywhere. Um <laughs> Um, I I don't know when this episode is coming out. December eleventh I mean, or early then. December eleventh. December eleventh. Okay, so it'll still be a little early. Um, but I wanted to say happy birthday to one of my partners, um, Nico. Their birthday is on January first. Um, so I'm like, I don't know if there's gonna be another episode before the first. So <laughs> I'll just say it now. Uh, and I feel bad because the last one with Keller, uh, that sort of went awkward. But <laughs> uh, so I just want to say, you know, happy birthday, Nico. Um, love you. Happy birthday, Nico. <laughs> Aww. Happy birthday, Nico. Happy, bir- ha- happy birthday, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's very yeah. sweet. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Actually, so, yeah, like we said, our next episode will be on December 11th. Um, the one which is going to be... Oh, no, this episode is on December 11th. That's right. Our next episode is actually is going to be a short series where we make uh, something using Fiasco. But, obviously, as always, we will reveal uh, the movie then. Um, but our release schedule technically puts that on December 25th. Uh, so we'll probably release it a day or two early just to give people... You know, if you're traveling or something, you need, you need something, we'll... Uh, We'll put that out a little early for you. Um, but thank you. Thank you, Franz, for being with us. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I loved being on here. It was really awkward at first because I'm so used to, like, listening to you talk. And I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to say things this time. Listen, uh, awkward is, is our main is our main game here around here. It's what we do. We have farmed it. We farmed it <laughs> and we took it to town and <laughs> we, we sold it, it at the market. <laughs> All right, but yes, thank you, friends. This has been so fun. Yay, I love you guys so much. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> we we love us too. <laughs> Bye. Bye, kisses. podcast grand rapidians play video games every episode we review a beer talk about games we play and recommend a podcast or something else i'm willie i'm not your normal beer snob i've been to more than 150 different breweries but i always keep hams in the fridge (laughs) i'm ginger and i am in the first guinness world record book video game edition on the tetris page i'm simon and i can usually kick their butt in most video (laughs) games 
we drink while we record. <laughs> Fuck yes, we do. <laughs> find us wherever you find podcasts and enjoy.